0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Total 90 podcast. On this episode, it's myself and Owen discussing the January transfer market. The episode was recorded on the 1st of February 2021. Enjoy. Evening Q. You alright mate? Yeah, I'm alright mate. I'm alright, yeah, yeah. How uh, how are you off the runner? Have you recovered fully or...?
1: Well, I mean, because I was saying yeah off air... My back's a bit sore, but apparently that's one of the um, that's one of the symptoms. Things. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that, like, because I was like hobbling around, like, ah, my back's killing. And someone's like, "You do know that's like one of the symptoms." I was like, "Oh right, let's see." So, oh, right, okay. I hope it's not um, I hope it's not like permanent because
0: it's absolutely killing. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Is it? Well, where is it? Like, is it like lower back? Yeah, lower just... back, lower back. Yeah. Okay have you uh are you still testing positive like are you just stuck in the house or
1: not well i mean i tested um i tested negative on sunday mm-hmm. um but i uh, technically it was my um like monday tuesday was my thing so i haven't died <laughs> because i haven't bothered like
0: retested basically um Oh, well, you're working from home anyway, man. Yeah, exactly. I think you're only around your family at the moment, isn't it? So uh, exactly. they're not going anywhere.
1: <laughs> exactly. So it's like, yeah. yeah. So my missus had it as well. So she's like in the clear, tested, like done the double yeah. negatives. I mean, That's a bit of the fast of it, really. Like, because she, she tested like originally on like the night before, but she <laughs> was like she got her freedom one day before it was a bit weird. But anyway, this is not um this is not the Joe Rogan
0: podcast, like. so that's, uh, Yeah, yeah. It is, it is It is. a bit of a farce, like, with what's going on. I'm sure we'll have a conversation about it off air anyway. Um, um, yeah, so just a little bit of an idea for our uh, listeners. Um, obviously, you've had the Rona, and I've had a lot of things on as well. So for those people who have been constantly emailing and uh, messages on Twitter asking where's the show... Um, that's why we haven't been able to record an episode last week. But we're back now anyway. Mate,
1: thought, the, uh, the total90podcast at gmail.com is honestly... I couldn't deal with the number of emails
0: we got in about... I didn't expect of... you to keep up, mate. When <laughs> it was the like, so... It happens, <laughs> it happens. Um, but I thought it was a good way to um, restart the show again with the January transfer window obviously closing. And obviously, we, we'll just have a... We'll have a chat around most of the main teams who have been... Uh, dabbling in the window shall I say so mine and your team won't be uh, getting much of a mention but I, mean, I mean just before we go on to that minute, yeah, I did yeah. look at
1: Arsenal's transfers and it was like out out it was just like loads of people here yeah. and I was like oh this
0: is good <laughs> I think he'll appear on a lot of the other teams, but yeah, let's uh, let's start with Everton anyway. I've got a few na- few teams names written down. We'll chat like different transfers as well, like some of the foreign ones, like some of the bigger ones. But let's start with Everton as, uh, just to start off with. Um, do you know who they've signed so far? Do you want me to just quickly read it off? Yeah, you. Yeah. So you know they've signed obviously Donny on loan. Yeah, alley obviously. God knows what kind of deal that is, mate. Is it loan? Is it permanent? Are they getting a bag of crisps? Like what, I'd
1: like, <laughs> seen the like the headline number, 40 mil, but then it's like as you say, it's like activated in like every however many games he plays, the pay amount of money over, don't know, Which is a bit bizarre, isn't it? Like, but there you
0: yeah. go. Yeah, I think uh, it'll be interesting watching them. Uh, El Ghazi's the other one, mate. I think he was a part of the Dania deal. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting watching them. I mean, the main reason I wanted to really talk about Everton is because to bring it back to United, as usual, <laughs> it'll be interesting because I don't know... I know you're not that much, uh, like, active on online and stuff, but honestly, mate, there's, like... A, there's this, like, Donny in, Donny out group in, like, the Man United, uh, like, fans groups. Right. Like, some people think that he needs to be starting... Like, how can you write him off because he's not really playing? And other people are saying, well, when he has played, he's not really, like, pulled up any trees. Right. And also, which, which
1: cap are you in then?
0: Me? I think it, I'm halfway, mate. Like, it's not normally like me not to be very opinionated on something, but I rate the player. Like, even before he came to us, I really rate him as a player. I'm just thinking maybe we're the wrong team for him um i was hoping that we would go to 433 three, and then him and bruno would be the like two like number 8s almost yeah um and i think they would like complement each other quite well because bruno's a midfielder stroke attacker that really wants the ball a lot do you know what i mean like to his feet and he wants to be playing those passes whereas donny's the one who likes to create space make a run like on the blind side, do you know what I mean? Like, as in, he would rather receive the ball at a certain point than be the one pass- making that pass. Um, the only issue with that is, mate, we, <laughs> we got to play Fred and McTominay because we haven't got a decent like defensive midfielder that can cover the- that one position by himself. So um, has
1: he really been getting that much of a chance then? In like, is what you'd say is like his preferred position then when he's been in the in the
0: team? Or? He hasn't made. I think uh, it's a hard one because when he has come on, he's not been amazing. But then he's coming into games like cold. Do you know what I mean? Like when you come in, like say ten minutes to go, like in a game, it's a lot harder to. Kind of get the rhythm of the game and things like that. I mean, he's only he's only twenty four, isn't he? Like, so yeah, it's not like, yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm really interested to see how he does. But then I thought, all right, that might be interesting because their midfield's not not amazing at the moment, and I think they lost James. Well, they sold him because the Rafa wanted him out, along with Dinya and everybody else. Uh, ironically, Rafa's gone now. They've needed some creativity, I think, since James left. Because I, I think I said this to you before in another podcast, where I just found it quite boring to watch them. If I'm being honest, mate. Mm. Um, so it'll be interesting. But I didn't get understand the Donny and the Delhi signing. Oh, like, as in, where where is he? In, where is he going to play both of them? That's what I'm intrigued about. Where do you think both of them will fit, anyway? Like from your point <sighs> of view, it's. <That's laughs> To be honest with you, you've kind of said
1: exactly what I was thinking, really, which is that like, it, it, I don't know, I don't know whether it was one of them things like when they got Deli Alley, it was like he was just there to so got him type thing. Like I don't know, like it's a bit, or maybe it was like you say Lampard, kind of like rates and wants to give him like give him an opportunity. I don't know. It's a bit of a, it's a bit of a strange one, isn't it? But I guess how. Ha- probably Deli out All- I mean, probably both of them, if we're honest, like, I haven't really been playing a lot of football. So yeah. maybe it's the case that they think, like, well, they're both available, like, Donny's here for six months or whatever, then yeah. they'll both get some game time, I guess, maybe. That's the the, the logic behind that. I don't know, because, as you see, they're a bit short, aren't they, in terms
0: of that creative yeah. midfield. So maybe it's well... maybe they can do with both of them, I don't know. One thing I will say, mate, I'll be watching the next few games. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually interested, like, whereas under Rafa, I was just like, uh, unless they're playing Man United or one of, like, the rivals that I want to lose, um, I'll not really watch the game. Um, let's move on from the mid to... Uh... Our local club. I know all the Sunderland fans will be fuming hearing us say that, but uh... <laughs> yeah,
1: they become. Yeah. If you start listening from the start of like this podcast, it was like, oh yeah, Newcastle. Then it's like, oh yeah, now they're like definitely our local team now. Like,
0: <laughs> I think I think they'll be the only club from the northeast that's going to be in the football map for a while. Looking yeah. at the way Sunland are going. Oh, geez, uh, spe- yeah. Speaking of Sunderland, one of the one of my mates texted us uh, a couple of couple of days ago, or was it even yesterday? I think their manager got sacked, right? And this Uh is how, like, not in touch with League 2 I am. I'm like, oh, I thought he he got sacked last year. (laughs) I thought you guys had another manager. Mate, I think they've sacked so many managers. But I think
1: it's a bit of a weird one. They got turned over at the weekend, but then, like, far off getting promoted, are they? So it's a bit... I don't know. Like, anyway.
0: Well, Defoe's back anyway. That was a good one for them. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, anyway, mate, speaking about uh, the northeast, obviously we're talking about Newcastle, and I think Newcastle fans must be in dreamland. Not obviously of the quality of signings, just the fact that they're getting loads of people through the door, <laughs> spend some money finally, yeah. like they've been waiting yeah.
1: like ten years or whatever. Yeah,
0: let's. Uh, I'll I'll read through the signings they've done, mate, and then you can uh, discuss whichever ones you want to do. Um, actually, before I read through their signings. I don't know if you've seen the stuff um, about oh, Lingard. Br- you...
1: Br- oh, Lingard! No, I think you're going to say Bruno taking the piss out of Arsenal. No,
0: no, mate. Um, what do you call it? Uh, Lingard was linked with them, and I think like there's a deal in place, uh-huh. and uh, with the player and the club. Anyway, Lingard was happy to move there for loan, so United basically valued Lingard at something like fifty million or something like that. Like if you take into account his wages, the mm. the um, loan fee they wanted and also on top of that they wanted another fee if Newcastle stayed up and the outroar mate I noticed like both in um, social media and also like the news channels like you know the Sky Sports and stuff like that about United being ridiculous and I'm like (laughs) I think they forget that United looked at signing Sean Longstaff and were quoted 50 million at the time and people just said oh well it's Newcastle's right so why is it that when Newcastle uh, when United are like no, you, you can pay fifty million for him if you want them? <laughs> but
1: is, uh, isn't he isn't a contract
0: in the summer, is that just he
1: is well that's why people <laughs> that's why people just are out of and then they just, just yeah. giving a like go on then pays a crazy amount of money or you can wait
0: in the yeah, summer. Yeah, I think mate, um I was gonna touch up on it later, but we'll quickly have a quick talk about it now. I think the reason as well, as soon as that. Greenwood story broke. Mm. Um, I think Lingard was going nowhere. Like, um, I mean, I'll have a bit more of a chat about it when we talk about United, but yeah, I'm not really comfortable talking about it at all, mate. But I'm assuming you've seen the story bits of it. Well, I've seen
1: I've seen bits of it, but then obviously there's like been a new like
0: headline. Uh, To be honest with me, I'm like kind of trying to stay away from it, just purely and simply because stories like that just like really, really like get my back up, and it doesn't matter if it's a United player or whoever. um, Yeah, like I don't really want to know the details because it'll just like really piss me off.
1: Yeah, I mean, to <laughs> be I mean, t- honest t- bit, I don't, I don't read any media that doesn't give any, like, that gives the absolute minimum amount of detail anyway, so, yeah.
0: yeah. But yeah, we'll touch on it later, but that's what I was saying, I think as soon as that story broke, um, not that football's really important when you compare it to that, like, I think Lingard was staying, but I, I do love the fact that we were totally trolling Newcastle, like, <laughs> we, sh- <laughs> we should have uh, signed it off by saying, remember when you wanted 50 million for long staff? <laughs> um, but, but let's let's they, move on to did, maybe they did who knows? Yeah, let's move on to who they've actually signed mate so obviously Trippier um, uh, Bruno Guimaraes however you pronounce that Wood Dan Byrne and they got uh, Matt Target on loan as well
1: hmm. I think that's
0: a very good window from them to be honest considering where they are what's your thoughts on it? I, I kind
1: of agree mate to be honest like I think um because we talked about it kind of um like earlier on, didn't we? It was a bit like you know who they're gonna be able to sign or whatever. But like I think they've been they've been quite pragmatic. I mean, I know you could say like, oh, they've spent 90 million quid or whatever, but like they have they have got like four permanent signings and a loading, haven't they? So like yeah, they've sure the defence,
0: like I mean I, I don't know about Chris Wood. Like what's your thoughts on Chris Wood like? I think if Callum Wilson wasn't so injury prone, like you could probably just have Callum Wilson there. But with him being injury prone and the fact that they could just take Wood, Wood rather, even off um, Burnley, a direct rival, I think if, like I can see why it makes sense. Um, and also, if they go down, he's the type of player that'll hang around and probably be useful to come back up with. Yeah,
1: I kind of see that's that's I think mean, that's the. The thing really isn't it I mean I think that's a, a sensible move isn't it like because it's not a massive amount of money it's kind of like they haven't really got much to lose in that one after,
0: really and they've got the money yeah. so. Uh, the only thing I would have done with that one is I would have because Wood had like the um, like the release clause didn't he so it wasn't really like they were going to negotiate with Burnley I would have it's a little bit unsportsmanlike but it's a cutthroat business and if I'm Newcastle I would make contact with Wood, make sure that he wants to move to us or to them and then say to them that, look, we're going to 100% come in, but we're going to come in last minute. I see, the Burnley couldn't do anything about it. Basically, so Burnley can't get anyone. (laughs) Like It's harsh, but if you're doing it for that reason, do it properly, Like as in fully take advantage of the situation. Yeah, I I know what you mean, yeah, yeah. I think the two signings that really stick out for me, mate, is uh, obviously Trippier. When that happened at the start of the window, th- that perked my ears up a little bit, as in, like, I wasn't expecting him to go there, considering that we were linked with him in the summer. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Athletico quoted like 30 million more than what they actually got this time <laughs> around. Um, and uh, the main one that really uh, surprised me in a positive way is that Bruno Guimarães. I think, haven't Arsenal been following him since he was about two years old? Well,
1: I mean, that's the classic, isn't it? Like, oh, a midfielder signs from a a French team, Arsenal are definitely in for him. Like, I I did see um, some pictures of whatever, like, with the newspapers like quoting, oh, he's he's about to sign for Arsenal or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. I think think you
0: you guys are after both him and uh, Ouar. I think Ouar's a better player, to be honest. The other guy from Lyon. But that Aresh, like I, I think that's a level above than what they've got. It depends yeah. on, obviously, how he settles. Um, Dan Byrne, I didn't realise Dan Byrne's from uh, from up here. So yeah, yeah. That, that's an interesting sign. And, um, yeah, I, I think they'll do well, mate. I, th- I, th- I think they've played it like quite well, as in like I can't see any of those deals where you say mm, they've had their pants down and like obviously teams are taking the mickey. I mean, I'm sure loads of teams did just like constantly take the mickey when they went in for players like CNR. Initially, I think uh, Lille might have done something similar, where they might have agreed a fee for Botman, and then like later on they were they were like, actually, we want a little bit more. Mm. So. I think they've done well not to get mugged off basically because it's well very... yeah yeah but I think
1: that's it's easy I think it's it's easy to say isn't it but you look at those lists and they're all like like you say sensible like deals for, mm-hmm. for sensible prices so it is quite impressive. I mean I, I don't know like I think they're definitely they seem to be more defensively solid. Um I think the goals are the question mark, aren't they? Like that's yeah. the I, that's going to be I mean, a
0: problem. I, I think if uh, Saint Maximin and uh, the striker I mentioned before, Callum Wilson, if them two stay fit, I think Newcastle will stay up. Like I don't have a doubt about that. But the problem is, both of those are made out of glass. Like <laughs> <laughs> literally, like I think they, they get barely make it to double games like per season. Um, yeah. Have you got anything else to add on Newcastle?
1: Nah, I mate. Mean, I think I think you're probably right. Like I guess. Yeah, you look. You look at the league. I think they've got a chance. Like they've given themselves the best chance. I don't think they could have done much better in this window. So, yeah, we'll see. Put it
0: this way: I think everybody they've signed goes into their starting eleven. Yeah, exactly. That's the point, isn't it? Well, you want like four, or five players, or so...
1: you want to strengthen your squad, don't you? They're not that. You know, they're, they're not that far out of touch, really, are they? Anyway, so like, no. I know, I know what you're saying. Like, I think they've, they've given themselves every chance, haven't
0: they? Yeah. Let's uh, let's have a quick chat about. Um, Villa I don't think well there is uh, they've had a few transfers um, I thought they had a lot more to be honest when I messaged you and said let's have a good chat about Villa um, prior to doing the podcast they've signed uh, Digne, which I think we've spoken about before and on, on the Rafa's uh, podcast Um Coutinho and uh, Callum Chambers, mate. So that's one of the one of the 15 or 20 players you guys have... I know. It was a
1: bit, it's a bit weird because, I mean, I don't know. It says, depending on where you look, like it says it was either undisclosed or a free transfer. It's a bit weird, really. I didn't, like... If it is a free transfer, I mean, I presume he's got a contract that's ending soon or whatever. But, like, I mean, he's, he's a decent option, like, for me.
0: Was it's he... Sorry to interrupt you, mate. Was he one of the guys who can you remember? Arsenal had that like when Wenger was there, and when they had, like, to... they had like like the the players, players,
1: yeah, them the on like five-year contracts or whatever it was. Like, oh, yeah, man.
0: but I think I think there was like six players, weren't there? Like who were meant to like who were going to be the future of Arsenal? Like, oh, that's the like image that Arsenal were trying to portray at the time. I know Ramsey was one of them. I think Walcott was another. If I'm not mistaken, Wilshire was one, wasn't he? Oh, mate, I mean, you're going way back. I think we had, didn't have
1: hold, I don't know what you mean, but did the basically did like long term contracts to a whole bunch of them, didn't they? And I can't yeah. remember exactly who we were, but yeah, I do think Chambers was one of them ones who, um, that's they kind of like rolled out at the time. was like, oh, yeah, he's going to be really good for us or whatever.
0: He and looked he's... good, mate. He looked good for like about 18 months or so uh, when he, like, including his time in uh, Southampton. That's who you guys bought him from, didn't you? Because he had yes. a good season for Southampton, then you guys bought him. I think the season before we bought Shaw as well. So they, they like were churning players out. I mean, they still are, to be honest, if you look at them, the way they, they work. Um, it'll be interesting to see how many... Um, I might call back to this later on in the episode to see how many of them, six are left or five are left. Um,
1: yeah, I agree with you. I've always liked him. I mean, I guess the question is, like, is he good enough for the type of club where you aspire to be but like hes he was there like eight years so he didn't really get a massive yeah. amount of chances
0: he was out on loan a lot like so I don't know and he's, he's still under oh, like, no, I, I, so he, I don't think I was going to say I, I don't uh, I wouldn't slight Arsenal for kind of letting him go I think that time had passed
1: oh yeah it's, yeah
0: yeah. Like, yeah it's just just the way it played out isn't it
1: I think it's one of these I think he's one of these guys it's like it's good to have him in the squad personally. I mean he's twenty seven though, so I mean he's still got like you know, as a defender, you'd say like mm-hmm. in theory his best years are ahead of him still. Like so I think it, it probably will would would be a good sign for um, Aston Villa, I think, especially when it's they've paid no money for him, it's they've got
0: nothing to lose there, really. So Yeah. Yeah. I think the most impressive one they managed to get, um... I mean, personally, I would say Dinia is the impressive one because it's a permanent deal and it's on like quite cheap, like from a direct rival. But uh, Coutinho, once uh, hundred and sixty million uh, <laughs> world record transfer, now playing at Villa on loan. I
1: mean, yeah, it's um, it's interesting. Isn't it? I mean, he needs he needs to he needs to revitalize his career early, doesn't he? So kind of it's one of those things. I think it kind of. Works out for everyone, but um, yeah,
0: we'll, we'll see how it goes, I guess. Like, yeah, he's um, he's do- already done the job against United, to be fair. Managed to get a goal against us to claw them, uh, claw them back on lev- level terms for for a game that feels like it's been months since uh, I watched that game, but um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, with Villa, I don't know what, what I'm expecting from them, and um, Sadly, everything I'm hearing about Steven Gerrard is uh, quite impressive, Like, which, <laughs> which, is, which is not what you want to hear as a United fan. Um, let's move on to the other big hitters, mate. Um, I say big hitters. I use that term loosely. Spurs. They went uh, and signed Kulusevski and um, Bentancur. I don't know if you know either of them. I've seen a lot of uh, Bentancur not this season, but a few seasons ago, and he looked like he was going to be like a proper, like Tony Cruz type of you know that midfielder that dictates the play. Mm. But I'm guessing he's got nowhere near that level, otherwise they wouldn't be getting him for that cheap. It's just,
1: yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what because um, they didn't end up spending a lot of money, did they? Really? Um... So I was, I think, quite surprised by their lack of business, to be honest, because um, I think they probably are, like, poor, poor positions. It's theirs to lose, like, fourth place, I think. So I would have kind of thought maybe the... Um, um. Yeah, I don't know, mate. What do, what do you make of it Their Window? Like...
0: Um, I think uh, they've done enough to keep Conte happy, which is one of the key things. I was hoping that they wouldn't get anyone in. Not because it's either going to strengthen them or it's more so just to say Conte kicking off and stop breaking plates. <laughs> um, but I make them favourites for uh, the fourth position, to be honest, mate. Um, it depends as well how the players settle. Like, I was going to probably make this point when it came to like Arsenal and United, um, but sometimes it's better not to sign people. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I think you get so caught up in the transfer window and, like, you want to sign people. But I think sometimes you, the best move is not to make a move because you, the right player might not have been available. Like, for example, a lot of the United fans wanted um, Zacharia. Uh, I think it's Zacharia. Uh Basically, the guy who's moved to Uv. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like a defensive uh, midfielder and obviously we needed one, but he hasn't been really starting for Borussia Mönchengladbach. He had a really impressive season the last season, uh, but this season he's been benched. So he And his contract's running out in the summer, so he was available for like 5 million. So Uv have sold Bentancur for however much and then got this other guy in who's quite highly rated. Yeah. And obviously United fans have been kicking off saying, well, why didn't we go for him? But I think you got to look at it as, oh, well, it's not just the transfer fee. When their contracts are running, running over, like or running out, rather, you're going to end up giving them quite a lot of um, money to sign on with you, aren't you, because you're getting them for cheap. So the agent will be like, well, you're only paying $5 million for my player, so I want like X amount on wages and X amount on signing on fee. And then if it doesn't work out, you're stuck with that player. And it's happened to us quite a lot. I think it's happened to you guys quite a lot. As oh well. man,
1: that's a classic one for us, isn't it? Like yeah. getting stuck with
0: with um baggage of people that you then can't offload. Like it's
1: a it it does, um especially when you're trying to manage to a wage. But as well, mate, that's the thing. It's like even if you don't pay them that much, say like you got to be careful because it's easy just to be like, oh, I'll just sign in for nothing. I'll sign in for nothing, and then you're like, god, ah, oh, I need a. Uh, Get rid of some of these people off the wage bill. It means, so, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I would, I would tend to be as a club like United say, I'd only really be trying to sign people that you think are actually going to improve the team. Like, yeah, uh, I guess, like the question
0: is, would he have improved the team? Like, you know. yeah, we'll never know, mate. But we've been there before with like Morgan Schneiderling signings, like signings where even as a fan, you're like, like I don't really want them but he's the only one that we can get at the moment. So let's just get him and give him a try. And like, do you know what I mean? It's like, I would rather do what we did with Sancho. Now people might say, oh, well, Sancho's not really worked out, but I think it's way too early to just write him off. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the fact that we wanted him. We waited. We didn't fold either because Dortmund wanted 130 million or something like that for him. And then in the end, I think we got him for no, sorry. They wanted 90 million. Um, and in the end, we got him for like seventy million the season after. So, I think it, it, you you got to show that you're willing to walk away from deals as well, because otherwise, I think that's what we've been quite um, quite bad with before. Where teams will say, "Well, if you want him, like perfect example, Maguire. <laughs> I think as soon as that deal went over, and this is being kind, fifty million. You walk away. You just say, "Well, we'll just deal with what we've got." Like you know, they were taking the Mickey if Man City were walking away from a deal because it's too hot, like too much money. <laughs> <laughs> like because it was us and Man City in forum, and uh, yeah, we paid the money that Leicester wanted. And coincidentally, I, I, I think for Fana, and I don't know so much about uh, Soyintu, but for looks a better player to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> But um, here, uh, one other thing as well about uh, the Spurs signings, mate. So they bought Ndombélé two years ago for like sixty-five million or whatever. He's gone back to Leon on loan. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. Like, I think it was their record signing as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Like I can I- see why sometimes Levy's like not wanting to spend money because when you get shockers like that,
1: wow. And we talked about this before, haven't we? But like I think you're right about generally speaking, like I'd rather try and find a player in the 30 to 40 mil bracket, like, than go out and get someone who's like 50 mil plus, like, because people generally are not that good at buying players when it's that price. Like, do you know I mean I know there's some exceptions to that, like um, but yeah, like I'd rather fish in that like 30, 40 milli bracket, and then if you get pushed a little bit higher, then so be it. Like, do you know what I mean?
0: See, the only time I think you should go for, like, 50-plus is if it's someone young, like, I don't know. Um, Obviously, Mbappe is like a unicorn anyway, isn't he? Like, he's been doing it since he was 18 at a very high level. Mm-hmm. Um, Although, I don't know if you can call the French League a high level, like, in the sense that he's playing for the best team and half the time it feels like they're just having a training match like they're getting kicked all over don't get me wrong i'm not saying it's it's not competitive like in the sense of actually effort but like you look at what they have got and what some of the other teams like i don't know breast have got it's like day and night difference mm. i thought i'd throw in the breast team, yeah uh, like, <laughs> I, could um, I just
1: i just love the idea that you were like Hmm, what is the best team in, in that league to quote? Uh,
0: no, mate. I th- I th- but the point I was trying to make is basically, if a player is, say, about 20 to 23, you take that gamble because you know if it doesn't work out, at least you'll be able to get a lot of your money back. Yeah, yeah. One thing you shouldn't do, which we've done again in the past, is sign players like, I don't know, Falcao or something like that. I don't think Falcao's... Um, uh, transfer fee was that big but his wages were massive and when you add it up you're taking a massive risk because he's like injury prone and an older player do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that's not work for us for a lot of teams when they buy like these older players for a really high value Um, yeah but it just made me laugh mate when I seen that in dumb you know the thing with him as well like I think I've said this to you before on a previous podcast but it, I think he's got all the talent like you can see it when he turns it on certain games it must be like how he's applying himself and it's not there's two managers now who have just like been like what is this guy all about like (laughs) like Josie started like didn't I think it was it Josie that turned up outside his door like in jogging gear to take him jogging (laughs) (laughs) Random o'clock, I'm pretty sure that's. Oh, uh, yeah. that I, got, I completely missed that one, like, but there you go. No, I think there was like a meme, it was just, I thought it was fake initially, but I read up on it, and it turns out he, he just like turned up at his front door, like wearing trackies, like to take him running. Wow, but um, he managed to get like I think a string of like five or six games where he, he looked like the player that signed from uh Leon, mm. but uh, then obviously it's all falling apart, and then. Conte has come in who's a very similar manager who expects a lot of effort. So I, I'm thinking it it must be something to do with the player. You can't like say two top coaches have come in. As much as I like give Josie grief, he is still a top coach. Um, and then you've got Conte coming in and both of them have just like washed their hands off. I think I think, mate, without without knowing anything,
1: of course, like, but let's just say like when you were 23 year old French guy who gets who comes to London like it might mm. be easy to like get distracted and do yeah. other things like mean? I think that's like that's always the risk you take isn't it taking someone who's like never left France say, and he's still a young guy really he's he hasn't mm. he's only been in the leon team like you know one or two seasons
0: like that's always yeah. a risk, haven't you? You've got with players like that. Do you mean like so? Yeah, I think he was. Around, I think he might have been around France for a while, like in the sense, like four or five years. But your point still stands in the sense that coming to a new country, having all oh, like, like he's definitely had obviously a pay bump. Like you've gone from. Um, I mean, I've been to Leon. To be fair, Lyon's a beautiful city, but London's just a different like animal, isn't it? Like, especially if you're a young young kid with money to burn. Um, anyway, let's uh, oh, actually, one thing Spurs have had the usual Spurs crack, mate. So they went in for a player and then another club just come and took them, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, because they were like chasing Diaz for a while, weren't they? And then they like put an offer in and started negotiating. and Then Newcastle, uh, Liverpool just went, actually oh, no. we'll take them off your hands. That's Triori
1: as well, wasn't it? Because they were in for Triori as well, like it's yeah.
0: Um, yeah, Thiago Rios went to uh, Barcelona. We'll have a chat about Barcelona. Actually, that's a good, good little segue, mate. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm a professional now, like. <laughs> you <mean. laughs> um, do you know anything about this Diaz?
1: Not really, mate. I must, I must admit. Like, I know he's. Uh, I mean, Porto's got a very good reputation, haven't there? Of like yeah. getting young, talented players, and, and yeah. yeah, so. I've never really seen it, to be honest but it doesn't like when you when you see the name signed from Porto you think "My, that's just another one yeah. on the conveyor belt isn't it like yeah.
0: I think uh, he's quite highly rated when like I'll always when I see like a big transfer going through I'll read it only a certain like um like certain pundits, I'll read their comments on him and some of the decent ones seem to think he's uh he's alright like he's he's got potential but I mean I'm sure Liverpool will have done their scouting. Speaking of Liverpool, Arif reef was uh on the blow straight away, like <laughs> send, send, sending me a very tedious link that apparently United were after him. Oh, right, I see, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, yes, yes, mate, United were definitely after him. <laughs> I
1: mean, I mean, to be fair, mate, I like, I did like. That goes to that like, type of bracket, isn't he? Like, 25-year-old, like, performing really well in, like, Portugal from all things considered. Like, in, take your point about how competitive it is as a league, but, like, that's that, like, th- like for 30, 40, 50 million pound bracket, isn't it? Like, that's the type of place that, like, I like to see clubs sign a player. Like oh, A
0: little bit of a glitch there, mate. What were you saying about Barcelona?
1: Um. Well, I was just saying, should we move
0: on to Barcelona, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Did you have a look at their accounts, mate? How did they Where did they pull this magic money out of?
1: So, mate, I, I gotta say, like I, so they haven't got an updated set of accounts, like, but it's um, it's making me raise some eyebrows. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I don't know whether like, I mean, I'd love to know like the relative wages of some people because obviously like the lost to wear off the wage bill. Philip Coutinho's gone, but like, I'd I'd love to know how much of his wage, Villa Rapine, they've obviously brought a in, and I've got no idea what the pain of Aubameyang. did. And you then... see,
0: uh, whilst you're mentioning that, mate, I don't know if you're saying, but Yang just did a bit of a odd Wingy where he just turned up at Barcelona, <laughs> hoping that they would sign him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I
1: mean, Same we, energy if, like if we if we um just um. Go back to like that from an Arsenal perspective. I like, Mm -hmm. I must admit, mate, I I was a bit annoyed about the way it happened. Like, because from from the way that we've managed it, because I think ultimately what we end up doing was just like releasing him for his contract. But it's like, if we were going to do that, why didn't we do that four weeks ago? Because he's been like at AFCON. Like, do you mean so we've paid him like 350 grand a week for like four weeks for no reason? Like, Mm. it's bizarre, bizarre from Arsenal's point of view. Like, not necessarily getting rid of him, but like, as in, just the way they did it, it was very strange from my point of view like a um... bit,
0: bit of a gamble as well from an Arsenal point of view because I know we were joking before but they have let a lot of players go in one go
1: <laughs> I, th- I think necessarily on like so if you yeah, if you look at the list of players that we've let go i mean i know we like I said we we're going to talk about Barca. we've i've just like managed to beautifully just like <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's all right, mate. It's I all got right.
1: That in. but yeah no i mean we so we've got so the that there's like a balagun guy who's like a young striker who got some <laughs> game time at the start of the season, but yeah, not a
0: lot. Rate him highly, yeah.
1: yeah, so he's gone, and then Maitland Niles has gone. Um, who I quite rate, but never really got a thing. Where's,
0: where's Maitland Niles gone? He's got a Roma on loan, mate. Uh, he's it was, it, to be honest, he is a proper um. He's got Jose Mourinho player written all over him. He will play it anywhere, won't so, he? I, but I like that. But anyway, yeah, I mean, it's a bit
1: yeah. weird because he like Arteta made kind of a big deal of like not letting him go out like in in the summer, mm-hmm. and then he's not really had much of an opportunity in the last six months, and then and then he's letting go on Roma. It was a bit of a strange one, really, really. But yeah, I mean, so in effect, we've let two two strikers go, and then we've the only two like if we kind of ignore Martinelli and we just pretend he's a winger. The only two, like, strikers we've got left <laughs> both are out of contract at the end of the season, so we've got, like, Lacazette and then, like, Inketia, and it's, like yeah. – it's 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 a strange one. And, and then it seems like we were – because I'd, I'd read Newcastle were trying to get Nketiah off us as well, so, like, you know, clearly we didn't, like, rebuff them totally, so yeah, I don't know whether we were trying to sign someone else and it just didn't work out or whatever, but, yeah, strange, like um...
0: – I mean, uh, just going back on Barca, mate, Like, I don't know if you've seen who they've signed. So they've signed, obviously, Ober. They've signed Ferran Torres for like 50-odd million. Mad? Standard Barca move. They could have had him for 35, like 18 months before or whatever. Um, and then they've signed Adam Adama Traore. Um I'm really gutted about the Traore one, mate, because, you know, any time you watch a Wolves game, Adama's getting baby-oiled up in the sidelines. I'd always be like... <laughs> <laughs> sending me, sending my mate like a quick uh, reference to it, one way or another. Like, just what a sight. Uh, bit of. A, I was re- I was trying to read up on why they're like signing these players. I could understand for on Torres because obviously it's um, he's Spanish and he's young. But actually, by the way, they've signed uh, Danny Alves back as well. Not obviously on a free. <laughs> um, but it, apparently, the like. Well, I've seen their midfield, so I do believe that that that's fair enough. Like they've got a proper quality midfield, mm. but they've got no one to pass it to because, like, there's no like speed up top side from uh, Ansufati, and he's coming back from a serious injury, so they're probably like wanting to ease him in. So they're just trying to get pace up front. Has Aubameyang oh got much of his pace left? I don't. I mean.
1: I, don't, I mean, I think it probably will turn turn out to be, I mean, because when Abamyang signed for us, he kind of like Barca was sniffing around him and he, yeah. oh, he always wanted to play for Barcelona. So I think it's one of them ones where like it kind of works out for everyone. I mean, whether or not it kind of works for Barca, I don't know, but like they've not really got much to lose. I, I would kind of assess it. and know this is a bit weird to say, but like, I suspect properties have just taken Aguero's wages and like and just given them Obama Yang basically. So I kind of think like, well, yeah. fair enough, really. Like he's 32. Like, I know what you mean. Like he's he is definitely on the downward like tilt, isn't he? How much motivation has he got? Dunno, but like he is, he's he's obviously uh he's a finisher. I mean, did you see um like some quotes are getting rolled out from like um Javi like from a few months ago saying like, oh I wouldn't sign um Aubameyang, if I was Barca or whatever. So he's yeah. having to roll back on those. But I don't know, mate. It's one of those things that feels relatively low risk to me. Yeah.
0: Presuming they have...
1: Go I was going to say,
0: I think in terms of the price they've got them at, and depending on what the wage is like, how much of it you guys are subsidising, I think it kind of makes sense for them. The only thing that doesn't make sense is... Where on earth are they getting the money from? Like that's 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 what I was gonna say, mate. It just it's
1: that's it's baffling, isn't it? Because like because we think about it, like they've, they've signed some guy for like fifty odd million quid. I don't know what wages he's on. Like they've let Coutinho go, but how much of the wage are they haven't subsidised? Obviously they've lost Aguero's wages, but I don't think he was on like a colossal amount. They've got a in who we all know like he's not going to like. Go and play for Barca for like two pounds a week, is he? Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? But we are still cancelled his contract, mate. So that that 350 grand deal is dead for him. So mm-hmm. I don't know what they offered him, but anyway. And then as you see they've brought another guy on a loan who I presume there was some kind of loan fee in there, and they've got an option to buy him at 30 mil. But like, like, given the situation they we're in, I don't really get where they're getting this money from, really, because it, it seems to me that like they were trying to get rid of dembélé off the wage, but then they haven't done that so it's a bit of a strange one really like yeah it's. Cr- I,
0: I think the like and torres one definitely will not be spanish and i think they're going to have like a core young spanish team coming up gabby who's coming. in apparently they've got another guy who's called i think, I think Nico on the... or gonzalez who's the next one coming, through. and they've obviously got uh, Pedri. So, like, I, I think the midfield—if they can—I don't know if any of them's like a defensive midfielder, because I think Busquets is getting on a bit. Their midfield sorted. Um, Attack—I think they've got Ansu Fati. If Ferran Torres becomes the player they expect him to be, um, yeah. I- I- Maybe they'll need like a proper centre-forward in the future because those two are like inside forwards from what I've seen. But, yeah, um, I just, I guess adama Triori. I guess they've just signed him for the pace, mate, just because like, mm. they've got no pace up top. Um, I mean, I don't know if they're going to be able to dislodge uh, Braithwaite and uh, <laughs> Luke, Luke De Jong. But... Well, who knows, mate? But... <laughs> so we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, go on. I was just going to say, I suppose, in that
1: context, like, yang is definitely a trade-up on those guys, isn't he? Like, yeah, just, yeah, Do you know what I mean? So even
0: if you get, like, 12 months out of him,
1: it's yeah. better than nothing, mate, like, do you know what yeah. I mean?
0: So. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I can see, like, it making sense. That's what I was saying before. But I just can't see where they got the money from because, like you said, these guys aren't going to be playing for, like, two, £2 a week or anything like that. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I guess it's... Um... Yeah, I don't, I just don't I mean I know they've got like a big bank loan from someone but like I mean the thing with loans is like you gotta pay back you gotta pay, pay it. back, <laughs> gotta
0: pay <it> back. <laughs> 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 exactly so so, so Dama for Ron together probably is roughly about eighty million like <sighs> we're like <laughs> it's not cheap, we're not talking about ten million players. I
1: know
0: exactly I I have no idea. I mean it'll be interesting to see where, what happens because I thought when uh, the previous um, ownership left. Their finances was like such a mess that they weren't going to be making any substantial signings for a long time. And I was kind of like, obviously gutted for them, but I was kind of excited to see like the rise of Lamessia again, like them going back to actually getting players through that system. Because I think obviously we spoke about it in their episode when we done it. Like they kind of went away from it, didn't they? Mm. Which I think was to their downfall. Um... I suppose, I suppose, maybe the last thing
1: I'll say on this is that, like, because Fernand Torres is obviously like young. I mean, Tri- Triore is only like twenty six. So, like, I guess, I guess, maybe the thinking is that, like, if they do a couple of signings now, then maybe they won't have to do any for a while, and they can bring some of the younger players through. Like, especially if they think they've got a uh, someone in their academy who could be like, you know, a good striker. Mm-hmm. say like, maybe that's what they're the thinking. It's like, well, we'll shore it up a little bit and then we won't have to spend any money for like the next few seasons or something. I don't know, but um, yeah, like, who knows? Eh?
0: Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. I, I've kind of gone off watching them to be honest. Obviously, they're rebuilding. Um, and uh, the only player I was wanting to watch them for is Pedri, and I think he's been burnt out as well, but just because of club and country, how much they've played him. Mm. Um, so it'll be nice to see after they've had a well, they're not really going to have a rest for a while, are they? because the World Cup's coming up in uh, December. Mm. Um, no, it'll be it'll be interesting, mate. If nothing else, I'll, I'll be interested to see like who's oiling up Adama before. It comes on. Maybe <laughs> maybe uh, Braithwaite and D- Dion can now like move over to this new role in the team. <laughs> just got baby oil to put on Adama's Jesus. hands. Anyway. I, di- I didn't know uh, Adama Triore was born and bred uh, right next to. Um, barcelona stadium camp no
1: well no i, I just looking at uh yeah. <laughs> look his wikipedia profile and yeah apparently came through the um the barca ranks and maybe yeah. that's maybe that's what they're trying to get back to is players who understand that that style so yeah
0: yeah interesting times ahead mate interesting times ahead um couple of big deals we haven't talked about um one, which is, again, another guy that Arsenal have been sniffing around since he was five or something like that, and then he's just last-minute went to Juventus. Uh, Vlaovic, I don't know if you knew much about him. I'm sure you would have read that you guys were after him for a while. Like I say for a while, like, you guys have been trying to get him over the January window. I haven't really read anything about him, to be honest. Like... Yeah, I think, it, to be honest, with me, from his stats and from everything I've read about him, um, I have to be honest, I've not seen him play aside from, like... Um, the odd YouTube clip. Uh like his stats are impressive and he's very young and everybody's like raving about him. So um, I mean it's quite a high fee, like 75 million or whatever. Again, another club that's meant to be broke, like Juventus are meant to be broke, and they're like doing 75 million deals. Like, what's going on? <laughs> Oof, whoosh. Yeah. Unless they're gonna be pushing for a Super League again. Jesus, mate, don't uh, don't start to
1: talk about that. But yeah, I mean, I'd seen I'd seen that we'd been linked with him, but I don't know. I mean, who knows, mate? Like, um, he's he's a young guy, though, isn't he? Like you say, so twenty two. Like it would have fitted with the type of player that we have been signing. I think, uh,
0: depending on like, if you guys could get someone like not him specifically, uh, what's he called? Who's the Brentford guy? yeah, I know what you mean. Do you know uh, what I mean? Like the yeah. striker, uh, Tony,
1: something
0: yeah, Tony. Yeah, Tony is yeah, it called? Yeah. Um, Ivan Tony. Uh, that's his name. If you guys can get like a proper unit like that, who you like, your front like three can play off, like uh, Emil Smith Rowe, uh, Saka, and Martinez, I think that might work out well. Because at the moment, you guys have got like Lacazette doing that role, but he's not really that type of player, is he? Like, he's all right at link play. But I think. I mean, you'd, quite, you'd I'd,
1: I'd, I'd, I quite, I quite, I quite like, like I said. I mean, I know what you're saying in terms of like the physical side. Mm. Like that's, I think that's the. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean that's the classic problem of Arsenal, isn't it? Like we've always had a player up there, like who, you know, ever since we lost Van Persie, like because Van Persie, that was that was the thing about Van Persie, wasn't it? He was a really good technical player all round. Like could finish, but also like he could like. He had enough strength to be able to like impose himself, didn't he? That was, you know, yeah. He had a bit. He
0: had a bit of height about him, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. yeah. Actually, speaking of Brentford, mate, one of the deals that we haven't spoken about probably is one of the. As always, thank you very much for listening and we hope you enjoyed that episode. Remember, if you'd like to get in touch with us, we are on Twitter at the Total 90 pod and we're also available on Instagram as Total90Podcast. We'll catch you next week. Stay safe now.